ain't barely reached my peak, no My baby mama finna get a master I just hit the office, that's the FAFSA I don't wanna hear about no masters I just hit my pastor, it's faster Okay, okay They gon' point to Cuba when I pass away I'll probably still be ballin' on my castaway Sorry I'm late, I just don't give Hey, yo, 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 rocking with the best known unknown podcast on the internet. It's late to work, as always, live in the ears. Back from a little bit of a hiatus with episode actually 33. I know, I think we said 33 on 32 like multiple times. Did it? Oh, yeah, man. and I listened back and I was like, damn, we gotta stop smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, but as always, it's your boy Money Mitch, aka King Lear, aka the Mexican Messiah, aka Daddy Longstroke, the motherfucking clitoris wrangler, aka Spike Francesca, the podcast Pope, aka the light skin, light skin Lord of the Flies, aka the Dreadhead Nigga. In your lobby, aka your everyday entrepreneur, you can find me at Mitch Gaines with a Y because I'm a little bit gay on all your preferred social media platforms, IG, Twitter, whatever you prefer. I'm here rocking my right hand man, the funniest man in Rhode Island. It's only Chris Allen, most importantly, the young OG, Black Hang Moody, Sweet James Jones Jr. is your only one Midwest half man. I feel Thank like you. the young OG is like the perfect graceful segue into like old manhood. Like thirty, <laughs> like mid thirties, like through mid forties, you can be the young OG. I mm-hmm. feel like once you're like forty eight, you definitely the OG. Yeah, you just OG. Yeah, yeah, like you ain't the young OG dog. <laughs> but like, I feel like that's a good that's a good look. I like that. I'm yeah. looking forward to that in like eight years of my life. No yeah. offense, though. <laughs> I'm still I'm still the old young G right now. I'm still acting yeah, out of the pocket I, for 28. I'm I, I enjoy like there's aspects of like we live in a culture where like getting older is like frowned upon, but I feel like after old, a certain point, yeah. Like yeah. there's a peak age. What do, what's peak age? Mm. Peak age for me was like 28, I feel like, where like I was like starting to make good, like solid amount of money. Like, I wasn't worried about going out and so forth, like that. Like, the women and so is women were like at their peak, where like you can date women from like you know early 20s to like late 30s, and like you were attracting them, and then your relationships with them were much better. But you also had a different level of confidence. You didn't care about the other shit, like all the immature stuff as much. You started to get a little bit more knowledge and perspective on who you are. Uh, so that was, for me, like... Where I mean, I really like, just, like, broke down exactly where I'm at in life. That's terrifying. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that, I mean, just so for I'm me... Not, I'm not dating. The girl's also 28. <laughs> for me, that was, like, the pin, the, like the, the best position. But, like, as I, I'm getting better as I'm getting older, like, mentally, you're getting a lot more disciplined... Um, I, I mean, like, I do you can feel do like more. there's a fall? Because you were talking like as a society, how we feel about it. Is there like, do you think there's a fall off socially at some point? Because I, I feel like especially if you do, if you're not married, you don't have kids. Mm-hmm. By like, f- probably, I'd say late thirties. But if we're being like fair, all around the bro, probably about 41, 42. Like mm-hmm. if you're single, no kids, no ma- like, and you're forty two, and you're not like balling out, mm-hmm. then everyone in the society just looks at you funny. Uh, Male or female, I feel like you're done. I think to a certain extent, I mean, but it's also like our generations and the generation starting at my generation. My generation and and like later generations are starting to get married a lot later. So I think Mm. currently you're dealing with that, but um, I don't think that. I also think in our generation, we're going to see 40 year olds be a lot fitter. 
Like yeah. we see this with athletes now, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, how is Tom Brady still playing? How is LeBron playing? This level, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. it's like, we just know how to take care of our bodies better now. Mm-hmm. I treat my body like shit by modern standards, and I'm still going to be probably pretty fit well into my late 30s yeah. because that's the generation now. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I grew up 50 years ago, I'd probably be dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that we are going, we're like in this. Um, in this generation where well like still like we're praising a lot of young stuff but i feel like there's a lot i mean look even look at like some of our top celebrities um they're older j-lo still rocking the rock jay-z kanye i mean to your point like we found a way to extend celebrity right like celebrities Mm -hmm. used to die because they were all like drug addicted and in terrible shape and Mm lived very stressful lives and got fucked over by management companies Mm -hmm. now it's like Celebrities own the management companies. They fucking make billions yeah. upon, bi- not billions upon, but millions upon millions, double digit to triple digit millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think. The- but, and then the newer celebrities are awful too. Oh, like, God. A lot, I mean, a lot of them are, are awful. Like, I mean, even you look at like the, the, the newer rappers, like the Takashi 6ix9ines and like the uh, Trippy Reds and the Lil Zanes and the Lil Pump. I mean, they're just like, just it feels fly by night. It just feels so unauthentic and so forth. So like, uh, I don't know. We're just... We're in I, f- I feel like we, and I'm certainly guilty of this. I'm, and maybe this is the exact generational gap between me and you. It's like, I feel like... In my generation, there started to be a deterioration. In younger generations, there just isn't any mm-hmm. sense of, like, having to earn it. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel entitled to a certain degree. Like, if I'm a rapper now, with all the mediums I have to get my music out there, like, cool. Like, I recorded 15 tracks. I'm on 13 different platforms. Like, why why aren't I getting noticed? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like you feel, like, entitled to that, which mm-hmm. is crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like... That's not really how this shit goes. Like, boy, can I tell you we're recording a podcast? You yeah. know what I mean? It's, like, we certainly don't have millions and millions upon, like, listens. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, kids these days, like, don't understand that. Like, because you have instant access to an audience at all times. You can mm-hmm. be on Snap. You can be on Insta Live. You can be on You Now. You can be on Musical.ly. You can be on whatever the fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And somebody will be listening to you. So yeah. all of a sudden, like, the idea of somebody telling you you're not worth being paid attention to mm-hmm. startles them like nothing else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's just, like... the. That's the culture now, and that's sad. Yeah. I mean, I think it will evolve into, you know, something that's uh, at least manageable or digestible as far as far as cultural and media. But right now, we're in this, this weird stage where we're, like, hanging. We're, like, digesting, like, the newer uh, celebrities and content creators. Like, some of them are cool. A lot of them are trash. We deal with some of them. We digest them, but we're still hanging on to a lot of these, like oh, these our our traditional, like yeah. uh, famous people and actors and it's, models and so forth. I feel like there's it's kind of there's a multitude of factors. Part of it is like older celebs don't get out of the way naturally like they used to. Oh, no. Uh, part of it is like the ones who are supposed to just cling on too long and can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think part of it is like we just know more about celebrities now. Mm-hmm. So like... you. I'm sure every celebrity who's 40 and killing it now was yeah. just as much of a fuckboy when they were 17. They, they just weren't on the internet. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go back and listen to anyone rapping when they were 16. The mm-hmm. nicest rappers. You know, homie, uh, what's his, the fucking white dude from my Token. Everybody loves Token. He did that track with Joel Ortiz and everybody mm-hmm. fucking fell in love with him. Spits his ass off. He's still, he was 16, 17 years old when that record came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's still a fucking kid. Like, I mean, yeah. he's still at some dumb bars and that's no diss on him. Yeah. That's everybody who raps. 
Then you get older and you get wiser and your music gets better. Royce's new project is immaculate. You yeah. know what I mean? It took him a while to get all the way there. He's been great the whole way. It just keeps getting better. That's how maturity works. Yeah, Royce's new project is fire. I, I'm blown away. I've I literally was, heard half actually, of it and I had, I'd repeated so many songs I didn't get a chance to get through. I was album. mad how much Joe and those talked about it on their podcast because I was like, oh yeah, like I'm about to just drop this on the pod next time because and I should have known like Slaughterhouse Connection he was going oh, yeah. to talk about it. But I was like, man, this was a dope album. I listened to it uh, while I was traveling, and I was like mad because I was listening to it on, the, on Apple, on iTunes, and mm. I was like, shit, I got to get on this plane. I tried to download it so I can listen to it again while I was on the plane. It just wasn't fast enough. While I found the airport wasn't yeah, strong. Yeah, but man, that album's fire. Yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think... I don't think a newer artist are going to get that chance to like grow and develop their sound like that. There's so much content out there. They're going to be digested. If they don't have hot shit, they're going to be out of there. Um, well, in that vein, we can talk about one young man who's got some hot shit right now. Yeah. In every corner of the fucking entertainment industry. First question first. Is Charlie Scan being the most talented person in entertainment right now? Because it uh, feels that way. That nigga's yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, it, it, Joe was Joe and them were just having the same conversation, and I've always put him in this conversation uh, as as most talented since like before people were like on like people. Some people were just getting on the childish Gambino besides Donald Glover, but like I was always like since his his since Community and his like second mixtape, I was like, yo, this guy is the most talented guy out there. And I would say, and, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's just him, and there's like the only argument is like him, um, Drake, mm. uh, Will Smith, uh, Jamie Foxx, and um, I mean that that's it. And I think he, besides him, it would go it would go down to him and Jamie Foxx because in a weird way, not to derail this conversation, but would the, would the Rock be in that conversation? No, as like a multifaceted entertainer, he wouldn't be in there that conversation just because he doesn't do anything. But he he acts, he he, he wrestles, which is a form of acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, he he's he does comedic acting, but like you're looking at like I he gets he, blown yeah. out of the way with with like uh, no. Well, I'm saying he also does like a lot of like he. I, nah, I guess that's not like creative. Yeah, Never mind. Because fair. like, look at like he's you, a better businessman about it. Yeah, when you're talking about like a Jamie Foxx or like a Childish Gambino, you're talking about acting. Oh no, I, I get that. I'm trying to think of if, if there's stand people. Up, like, I feel like the, the the secret, like the the cheat code to that is right, like acting, stand up, music, music, and dancing. Mm-hmm. You have to be able. To, the, what's interesting about Gambino's new video, everybody, and we'll get into this. And there's a lot of like. Beautiful things to say about it, and it's, it, it's a fucking perfect piece of art. Like, yeah. boy, do I love to hate on shit. Anyone who's been listening for 33 episodes know that. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is hard to dislike. But yeah. one of the things I think, ironically, that it proved is, like, he can do all the dancey dance shit, too. Yeah. Like, he's like he's clearly, like, what first turned me on to Donald Glover was him as a, a stand-up comedian. I didn't even watch Community for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, I, like, I got put onto his stand-up, really thought he was a funny guy. Uh, I always thought it was like a step behind as a as a rapper, and then really came along after like I listened to more of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, latest project was fucking crazy, a whole different scheme. Like one of the best pieces of music I'd heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was curious, like what was missing from him going over the top. And then all of a sudden, in the course of like a year and a half, it's like okay, he got back on TV with like some real like creative control. Yeah. Atlanta's crazy. Yeah, he lands a Star Wars gig. I'm like, what's missing? And then all of a sudden, like he needed. 
something musical that was also visual. I feel I, like was the one missing piece, and this I, was honestly, I, I I disagree. I think he had every. I think he had a large majority of this. I think it took culture to catch up to him. Culture's always late. The people are always late. Oh, I the agree. Masses is always late. By this the time, uh, by the time he dropped his, I think is his third mixtape. Um, what's the name of this project? Uh, he was already, I mean, musically, he was already doing, so by like, uh, the Childish Gambino EP, by the time that dropped, um, he, musically, he had crafted his sound, he was doing something different, he was embracing that kind of nerdy, now, he wasn't as confident as he is now, to where, like, it seemed like some of his music, he was trying to, like, pull in the hip-hop community and, like, embrace the fact that he was different, but still impressed, like, uh, this like hip hop urban crowd. Now he's just like, yo, I'm just gonna be me. He's like in that kid Cuddy zone where he just mm-hmm. unbe him but and you can judge it. it. Yeah, and then but no disrespect uh, to Cuddy, but but at at that point, I mean, he has already been like killing. Like he, his music at, at that point, I was like, yo, this dude is it was dope. And like you can know he dropped that uh, that um, one single that was kind of upbeat. It was on I want to say. A Kevin Durant commercial and everyone was like holy shit what was this and that was when like musically he was on point but at that point he was already writing for 30 Rock mm-hmm. he was already on Community he had already dropped a, a weird old comedy special he was that already that's so, a legendarily underrated special exactly so this is in this is all dropped in uh, I say this is 2000 and 14, I think it's even I think it's 2000 yeah probably at, 14 at latest. So, he's all... I mean, at that point... And this is how long it takes culture to, like, catch up. Because at that point, I was like, oh, this dude is fucking dope. And, like, he's doing it for, like, nerdy black dudes. And I was like, dude, this dude is dope. And I was like, it's going to be uh, a travesty if no one catches on to this. I, I remember that wave coming along. And that was kind of, like, the rise of Odd Future. And that was Little mm-hmm. B was still popping. Yep, yep, you know yep, I mean? yep. And there was a real, like... Weird, weird black people move that yeah, happened for yeah. like two or three years yeah. at Lupe Fiasco. Like, you had a lot of shit that happened in like probably no, nah, not even two or three, probably like a four to five year window there. Mm-hmm. And I remember just thinking, like, I wonder who like emerges from this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Tyler, the creator, probably should have like ended up somewhere bigger than he did. We can all agree mm-hmm. on Kid Cudi. Like Lupe Fiasco. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of dudes from that era. Like, you're just like. Never, never rose to the place I thought they'd be. And then you look at a guy like Little B, who had a you know these same bubbles you see the SoundCloud mm-hmm. kids get now ten yeah. years ago. So you saw all this coming. I just didn't know who would be the ones at the finish line. Yeah. Looking back, it's hard not to have seen Gambino being oh, the guy, yeah, right? Yeah. Like he was undo it one way or the other. Yeah. And uh, I, I, everybody must feel stupid looking back. Like I, I, didn't, I'm not trying to be the hipster. I was ahead of the wave guy. I think I was right in, right in with the with the wave who was maybe mm-hmm. ahead of the. The current, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it was, it took me a while to get on board, but like, yeah, by by about 2016 or so, like, I was like, yeah, this kid's a fucking genius, and yeah. it's, I've yet to be disappointed. Uh, do you mm-hmm. want to talk in depth about the video? There, I feel like I don't, I, I wouldn't do it great justice, but like, there's so much perfect imagery. There's, but like, my favorite thing is right out the gate, the fucking Uncle Ruckus Eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone out there are Boondocks fans. Like, yeah. I, I grew up reading the Boondocks. I gave my, one of my first girlfriends a Boondocks book as mm-hmm. a gift. You yeah. know, and I love the Boondocks. So that shit was, like, perfect to me. All the fucking Jim Crow imagery. Like, the just gory fucking violence of yeah. it. 
And I, I don't know. It was yeah. It was a crazy fucking video. Uh, I think it's 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 been beaten a little bit already. That's I think what we I mean, should. Though. I think we should discuss like a couple of the uh, the aspects that are being debated. It's like uh, so I heard like Charlemagne and some other people, uh, and also like uh, Michael B. Jordan were discussing like the visual of uh, childish. Gambino being the person who shoots like the choir member and all these other people. A lot of people were arguing with the fact that this shouldn't have been Childish Gambino shooting these people. They should have had like a white actor shoot them in order for them to frame the fact that like it's not black on black violence, which people are misinterpreted. This uh, it should be. Um, it should be, um, you know, it shouldn't be like childish. It should be like an actor shooting this to represent the fact that like black people aren't doing these mass shootings. It's mostly uh, white males doing it. How do you feel about that argument and that and in that in that criticism that he's receiving? This may be me overthinking it to justify somebody I like. So mm. feel free to call me on it if it is. Mm. The way I interpreted that is the. The ma- part of the travesty of the, of the Charlestown Church shooting, in my opinion, is like, yeah, you know, I, I guess had a, a, a reaction at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, but in retrospect, I feel like, in general, let me say that, in general, violence against black bodies is often accepted and overlooked in America as part of the American landscape, right? Mm-hmm. Like, black people dying is so common that, like, we we can all become outraged even when it's, you know, here or there, you know, one mass shooting or another, gang violence in Chicago, whatever people want to point to. But, like, nobody really gives a shit about black people dying. And that's the sad truth mm-hmm. of it. I think that's what he's trying to illustrate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, multiplied when it's a, a black person committing the act. Yeah. Nobody's paying attention. And mm-hmm. the, the whole idea of the video is, like, you know, the, the underlying current is all of this violence, all of this mayhem is taking place, and mm-hmm. it's all taking like action against black people and black bodies, mm-hmm. and we're we're all dancing and snapping through it because it's the only way we know to survive. But please recognize that this is the real reality mm-hmm. that you're all not like actually crediting as real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I I don't know. I guess like like mm-hmm. I said, this may be a reach to justify it, but like mm-hmm. that's that's my take on it. Is like. It's it's kind of continuing that underlying theme that like no matter like even in a place of worship we can all like the right is always screaming from a rooftop how we need to exemplify Christianity and like religious freedom and all these things right mm-hmm. and it's the like kind of pounding that into our heads it's like yeah that might be true for y'all mm-hmm. but like if we come in and like a bunch of black people die in a church and it's a headline on CNN and then we kind of just sweep it under the rug and Dylan Roof was a troubled child right mm-hmm. let's take him out for Burger King. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's what I got out of that. But mm-hmm. I, I could see how other people like took that a certain type of way. Yeah. I, I, I can understand the criticism, um, especially like that seems to be like Char- Charlemagne especially will like like pick apart certain things like that. Where, But it's hard. I love to drive home one point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it is uh, when you're using... S- I can understand the criticism, but I think it was a symbolism, and I think it was—it's a very hard thing to land uh, and, and maintain. And I think he was representing something that was more than black and white. It was a symbol of, you know, 
of he represented more than something that should be. It was it's, it's a hard balance, and he I think he rep him in that video represented more than just like color black and white. You know, it's just, yeah. it, it represented the totality America. Of America. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it, well, that was one of the cool, beautiful parts of that to me. Also, is like the point is like America is supposed to be this place where this all blends together and we're all one people. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of gave off this vibe that like, he's this one person, this one American. Mm -hmm. And like this one American is like trapped in this like Jim Crow way, this Jim Crow body, this Jim Crow styling and like can't escape this Jim Crow life mm -hmm. that is built into the society around him. Yeah. Despite being an American, despite having all the freedoms of being an American. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, I don't know, like as somebody who's already fuck yeah, pro America, like that's, a tough pill to swallow but like that's real and i would love to hear uh him be interviewed i can't wait till he starts to do press for his actual album uh if we know he does coming? uh i am not sure but i assume that if he's smart he'll drop it around <laughs> star wars yeah that would be <laughs> or the han solo put a track on the star wars soundtrack it would be smart i mean why 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 mess up all that Free press. Backs on backs on backs I mean, on backs. yeah. What you Star Wars on? Put them on stuff. You might as well drop it. And mm -hmm. I, and, and you know, and he's touring now too. So, um, did you, actually so related? Did you see who he's touring with? Who's opening for him? No, I didn't see that. Who's my favorite fucking rapper right now out of the new oh, kids? Oh, black. Oh, that'd be dope. But no, Vince Stables. Oh, word? Oh, yeah. no. And I am amped. That's a show yeah, I want. Yeah. I, tickets for that are going to be crazy. I don't yeah. know if I can justify that. But like, I would and like they to. They weren't that show. crazy. They were like, when I checked for Boston, they were like $60, $65. Really? Like, yeah. I'm going to buy those for me and my girl. That could yeah, be fine. I thought about just pulling Charles Gambino, you can bring your girl to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. He covers all the bases. Like, he raps, he'll be funny, yeah. he'll do some romance shit, he'll do some R&B, he'll do some pop, he'll do some rock, and like, give you a stand-up set 15 minutes in there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that no, did, he that doesn't do stand-up no, anymore, sure. yeah. Yeah, but like, I feel like that's a great show in general. Yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, back to the, uh, the visual, I, I, I look forward to hearing what he says about it, and uh, instead of like, interpreting it, uh, you know, after the fact and from the third party, I just want to hear what he says and, and, and his decision making because there's always uh, a gap between the audience, the audience and the artist for what they're trying to articulate in, in, in the fullness of it and what the audience consumes and, and regurgitates. So I'm, I'm interested to see, see how he feels about what he was exactly like. This is exactly what I'm... If he does it, if it, some people, he seems like a guy who's like, no, I'll just do it. Take See, it as you want to take it. I, I feel like he'll be that way, and like he'll, but he'll be very specific about like a handful of things. Like somebody's yeah. gonna ask him a very pointy question one day, and I'll be like, "No, nah, it was it was exactly that." Yeah, I and, but it'll be like one thing, and then the rest of us will be like, "Well, what about the rest?" And never yeah. get any of those answers. Yeah, which maybe maybe the conversation is all that we needed from it. It, yeah. won't, it won't change. It's America. We're a long way from changing anything. <laughs> are you are you happy? Music videos are back. Uh, I don't think they're. Back in 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 the full form of it. I oh, mean, I think it's evolved. I think it's a different. I feel like to put out a good music video now is like it's almost like a short film project. Like to get to get it recognized. Like we talked about Joint Lucas is on the yeah. relationship. We talked about God's plan. We talked mm -hmm. about like there's like a wave where like if, with the right production value and the right storytelling. Yeah. Like, a good video now, because we're all used to video content. We're on Instagram all day. We're on Snapchat. Yeah. Like we're seeing it, like videos all the time. Mm -hmm. So now, like a great music video, like I'll really sit down and be like, "All right, like I'll, I'll give this four minutes." Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think it's 
it, it's starting to come back, but like I still think it's a singles, like like big song led uh, led uh, industry still. Uh, but I think that like if you can pull it off, a, a good video matters. Uh, but if you, I mean, you we're just starting to see these trends with the Jordan Lucas, with the God's Plan, with this. Uh, no, this goes America. back to Lemonade. That really kicked that shit off. Yeah, I Frank mean, Ocean. What I mean, which one of Frank Ocean's? Was uh, we're still really talking Frank about. Ocean, yeah. niggas, niggas love Frank Ocean's visuals. I'm just trying uh, to give credit to niggas. Yeah, no, that people I, gonna get mad at me no, for niggas, no, was, shit, niggas was tossing out whack videos for a long time. That's what I mean, though. That, it was for a long, long time. And I feel like yeah. in the past like year, year, eighteen months, maybe. Like, Cause you're not getting those million dollar Buster Rhyme. Oh no, P Diddy videos. Cardi anymore. videos kind of look like that. Cardi videos remind me of Buster Rhymes videos. Yeah, and you can or Nikki. Now, no, I'm sorry, Nikki videos. Nikki, sorry, Nikki, Nikki, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Nikki, Woo. the Nikki uh, and Cardi and offs and uh, Migos videos kind of has that Buster yeah. feel. Um, but Migos yeah. in general got a Buster feel. Yeah. Dreads in a lot of colors, bro. Oh yeah, they had they had a dope they had a dope video too. Their uh, t-shirt video was sick. Oh yeah, and then the uh, bad and bougie was just typical shit. Uh, Two chains has always continued to keep popping videos uh, moving forward. But besides that, a lot of people just tossing out videos because you can make them for like yeah with iPhone or like a three grand budget and you can get like find us on YouTube. Exactly, <laughs> but now, now I mean, if you have a message and you're doing something creative, then like people are rocking with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, as it should be, and like I'm glad more and more creators are getting recognized. It's just it's interesting to see how the platform shifts. You know Shout know? out to uh, the uh, Billy English, I think her name is. She yeah. drops to her video. Her videos are sick. She just dropped a new. Did we uh, intro podcast with her? A yeah, couple weeks yeah, ago? yeah. What episode was that? So I can go back and find that. Uh, I forget. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> I, you Thirty-one reasons. Shit. Um, um, but no, she's dope. She just dropped a video with uh, Khalid uh, yeah. too, and it's 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 pretty. It, how pretty do you dumb. pronounce his name? Is it Khalid? Khalid. Khalid. I think. Khalid. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, she's on the Black Panther soundtrack too. Oh yeah, she got track uh, with Vince Staples. That's how I heard her. Yeah, she's she's sick. Yeah, she's yeah, she had a Marion Hill remix. I really like. Yeah. She got a lot of dope shit out. She's young. She's beast. She's cute. She's next pop star. Uh, we'll see. I I hope so. I'd be pumped. I, I I see it coming, man. She she got all it takes, and she writes her own music with her brother and shit. So that shit ain't going nowhere. That's true. Uh, speaking of pop stars, I know we took a couple weeks off, so we missed the boat. Do you want to talk about Kanye? I know we we're got, tight for I, time. Yeah, I think we, we got to touch on it. We got to touch on it. Okay. Um, Where do you want to start with Kanye? I'm so disappointed. Here, I, I, I got to take, since since we are uh, attacking this a little bit late, um, I am going to uh, give Kanye, I'm going to take an awkward position on Kanye. I think that Kanye is attempting to do something good and articulating his position. He's just he's just he's just making a blunder of it. A lot of things he's saying and a lot of things he's trying to. Uh, he just he just is not just that good of a communicator to where he can articulately uh, vocalize what he feels. And make people a mass audience who's dissecting every word understand it. And I think I am. I think that from a lot of his statement, from I don't even think he meant slavery was a choice. Uh, I think he's just 
said it wrong. It was out there. And, you know, and then he, he doesn't he didn't have the words to exactly express what he was saying. And then there's an extended there's a extended no, I've seen the extended which like makes it further um it kind of further supports that that I think he had a bigger picture with what he was saying. He just he just he just Fucking up, man. He just doesn't. He he doesn't. He's not. He wants to be so like a genius and so forth, but like he doesn't know how to articulate himself. Like you know, like a Sam Harris or a Jordan Peterson, and, and he should spend time with these guys before like spewing his ideals. And that's one of the things that I love about Jordan Peterson is that like a, a guy that takes a lot of controversial points, mm. he does not it's very rare I don't think I've ever seen him like say something that he's like oh yeah I regret saying that everything that he says he, he has thought about it and overanalyzed it and then he speaks Kanye s- speaks off the hip and off the cusp and the reason why he enjoys Donald, Donald Trump because Donald Trump does this t- takes it and keeps on moving uh, but when you're Kanye man take some time like I wish he would sit with like a Jordan Peterson or with like a Sam Harris and just See, like I don't because I don't I don't think like those those types of people are wired differently than one another you know what I mean like Kanye is not supposed to be somebody who's like hit did you watch the Charlemagne interview with him yeah okay so that was the first thing I saw before everything else mm-hmm. and in that I, I agree with you I learned a lot about his vision if you will about mm-hmm. like what he's trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and I think he's up to some really great things mm-hmm. uh, he talked about like wanting to develop a lot of his land into like various homes use that real estate to start like backing like the Yeezy brand as a humanitarian brand mm-hmm. and like doing like disaster relief funds like all sorts of really like great progressive like mm-hmm. circumventing like the bullshit bureaucracy great ideas mm-hmm. One of the problems I have, though, is, like, and I guess, I guess it's on, on the same tip you're saying, is, like, I don't think, so you take the slavery was a choice thing that everybody obviously is, like, up in arms about. I agree with you. I don't think that's what he meant to say. Mm-hmm. Or rather, I think that's what he meant to say. I just don't think he understood that he needed to, like, provide his context to what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, when you hear him explain it out, it still doesn't va- make very much sense because the man speaks in circles, to your point. Like, yeah. he doesn't know how to, like... Articulate. Yeah, it, take yeah. it all in. Yeah. But I don't think... I don't think he'd ever be able to in a mm-hmm. setting mm-hmm. like that. I think he has, like, a very high high level of anxiety. I think large groups of people, I think fame and stardom in general, really just freak him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you put him in front of a billion cameras in a room with 45 people, like... He always says something dumb. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's just him. But I think part of that is, hey, like, I don't want to sound like I'm defending it because, like, I'm, I'm pretty fed up and over Kanye. Mm-hmm. But I think part of him is really, like, feeling out ahead of people and expecting them to have already be there with him. Mm-hmm. I think his, his take on, like, the slavery was a choice thing was, like, some people are choosing to currently live in this slave mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of discussion, with, and I don't subscribe to a lot of this, but a lot of people believe in this, like slave mentality or victimhood mentality, and like that's what's mm-hmm. repressing people who are mm-hmm. pre- from oppressed communities. I think there's a certain amount of that, some truth. Like it's all everything's a balance. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what he's getting to the core of is like there there are people who became institutionalized, and like mm-hmm. we forget, and we, we've said on this podcast many times, everybody forgets that like legalized segregation types of oppression. Like, you, you can beat niggas in the street for being on the wrong side of the street, using the wrong, like, fight when going to the wrong restaurant, ended 60 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's still, like, 
living people and descendants of who like grew up in those eras mm-hmm. where like it takes generations just like anything else to like break down institutions yeah it's like if you are five generations slave and you're two generations free like which mentality do you think dominates the household yeah you know what i mean and yeah. so like a lot of those things i agree with but he's not articulating that he's not and, and, that, and like at a certain point like you're right you're accountable for that and i don't want him to be like some media train like let me because i don't think he'd have these same ideas yeah you know what i mean and but if you look if, if like you want to take he's got to pick his spots better he's he got to because like if you if someone's like yes yeah, slavery it, it was a choice it was like it's true because it's slavery or death yeah so I, I mean you can't I mean but he's not looking I guess at, that depends how you define choice if the only other choice is death, death then it's not a choice yeah, yeah you know exactly I mean? so I mean it's, it's like if, if we talk about this with like sexual consent all the time right yeah if the only other choice is sucking the dick then it's rape exactly yeah <laughs> exactly so I mean if and so if 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 what if Kanye say yeah it, it's a choice like I would have preferred to die I just I then it would I, like, I, right, I well, hate I mean, that I just I Something about that implies a superiority mm-hmm. to the, the Killmonger mentality. Bury yeah. me in the ocean with my ancestors who knew it was better to, to die than to live in bondage mm-hmm. or live yeah, in shame, yeah. right? Like, there's something about that mentality that invalidates, like, the progression of black people to recognize this has happened to us. Mm-hmm. How now do we prepare future generations to build out of this exactly. and build to freedom? And that's what he did not, that's what, that's where he missed that. He, but that's, he, everyone he, who makes that t- case yeah. always misses that because exactly. they don't think about it. They that. don't think about it. And I, I 100% agree. And that's uh, where you just completely lose me. Exactly. Because it's like, dude, what, they're, just because they're not in slavery and like they're living day to day doesn't mean that they're not playing the long game. That's, they're, they are playing. They are making, they're doing what they have to do day to day to ensure the safety of their family, their kids, and, and develop. You think they were just sitting there? They're, obviously, they're milling over how can we get out of this? How can we, when's our opportunity? It's not, I mean, it's not just like, it's choosing to play the long game, I think, is where Kanye is is, is losing. And I, and I, and and I think he would he just hasn't digested some of this stuff enough, and he hasn't like had conversations enough with people who are going to challenge this and push it back in order to like. And that's why I say I wanted him to have a discussion with other intellectuals who are not just. That's yeah. Urban. I'm coming yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, because then you have then when someone pushes back and be like, yeah, is it? It is a choice. Is that or death? But look at it from this angle. And let's yeah. eliminate the fact that death is not a choice if you have kids. And you, you know, and, and so I, yeah. I, I think my my aversion to that originally was that I think one of the great joys of American society, especially, but just adulthood in general in, in this era mm-hmm. of the world, is that like you can really pick out which categories of intellectuals you want to surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to discredit Kanye to say he hasn't surrounded himself with intellectuals. I think there's some very smart people around Kanye mm-hmm. in the fashion and design world, in the music world. I think he himself is a musical fucking genius. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think there are a lot of very smart people around him. But none of them are seemingly great communicators. Yeah. None of them are great researchers. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and like that's that's what I feel like he's missing. And like 
I I feel like a lot of that's missing now. I'm I'm not saying like we have a fucking research team that backs our stories here mm-hmm. for the podcast or anything like yeah. that. But I I don't know. I I feel like that's that's the thread he needs to get on next. And yeah, and I stream as would, he would say. I would if especially you're gonna make statements like and I tr- like he's been making lately and, and begin to open up these box, which take have a lot of different um, angles and, persp- and, and and it takes a lot more uh, dissecting just to make a blanket statement. You have to, I mean, I, I even now, like I, especially to where culture is in, in the United States is like, I think it's m- so much more important to like look at every angle and not just look at like, uh, people who agree with you, but people who would disagree with you, had to listen to them, read them, and and then see and decide which makes sense, align which things are consistent amongst the arguments, amongst the facts, and then and then draw a conclusion. Um, and I don't think that Kanye, to your point, I don't think I think Kanye's having a conversation with certain certain people, and that looking at having conversation with other ask, other people who may disagree with them. And I think it's necessary, uh, and that's why I would love to see him with talk to like other other intellectuals, uh, you know, and, and see who some that maybe agree with him. Some of the things because there's definitely a lot. Of, I mean, the right wing is is totally supporting Kanye right now because he's saying a lot of things that um, you know. I honestly, I support with. some of the shit he said in the Charlemagne interview. He talked at length about oh, mental health. He talked yeah. at length about like understanding your own energies and your vibrations and like the world around you and how, like how you navigate that and how that recurs to you. And like a lot of that shit just people aren't in tune with, but really affects like your whole world. Yeah. Man. And, uh, and also, I think also if we, it, it, the aspects to I sound like where, hippie. where the aspects of, of, of what the, some of the rights says about um, minorities in general or left wing pandering to minorities and uh, using like identity like, politics yeah, in to, like, order to round up votes, to round up votes. Yeah, it 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 and almost put minorities in a yeah, like I'm a I'm a victim or like yeah, the, you know you better yeah, vote first because we're the only ones who's gonna help you. you. Yeah, and I I all I, I do agree with the right wing position is that like no, I don't want I can't we, we got to stop identifying to a certain extent of like minorities and 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 and. You know, if people as put position them in this mentality where they're victims, where it's like, cause it, it, in reality, they're they're just doing that to pander votes. There's not, there's gonna be no help for you long term. I mean, you do have to like mm-hmm. struggle, and yeah, the, it's the lesser of two evils, right? Like, if you're gonna give me like a right wing congressman who tells me he hates fags and Chinamen, yeah, you're gonna exactly. give me like a left wing congressman who says, hey, I love money, I'm a capitalist, and like I'm definitely trying to buy your vote, but like. I'll make sure taxes don't go up for three years. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. Like, you suck too, but like, exactly. those are my options. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's even more just like the, just the hearing that shit consistently over a, def, a bunch of different platforms that for, like yeah. mentally puts, you know, a lot of minorities. And like, yeah, you know, we're discriminated upon. We can't get ahead because of this. It's like, even if that is true, and in, in, certain, in a lot of ways it is true. It's like, yo, you gotta go out there and go get it, man, because ain't no one helping you. Right wing, left wings, no one's coming to save you. I, I told I told this to people often. I work in technology. I've worked in startups now, off and on for seven years or whatever. Most of them have been apps. Like, 
the number one thing I tell minority people in mm. the race to get ahead and like trying to like get one up on white culture, yeah. get off the internet as much as possible. Yeah. Do you know what a commodity it is being able to talk to people in real life? Yeah. It, 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 I, I read a study the other day, uh, Cigna, the fucking health insurance company, huge health insurance company, did a study, it was like 200,000 people in America. Mm-hmm. You know, one in, in three people identify as like lonely like they have no one to turn to no one to talk yeah, to like people just, people don't it, you know what I mean like you work remote like you work on the you know what I mean a lot yeah. of people just have nobody yeah. uh, and specifically in our generation and the generations below us it gets progressively worse the younger you are mm-hmm. and a lot of that obviously is correlated with spending so much time detached from other human mm-hmm. beings and it's like dude get out there and like talk to real people it'll change your life and make you a lot more valuable yeah absolutely and uh, I say as somebody who spends a great deal of time on the internet <laughs> yeah, and and I I think and I think there's a uh, there is a balance uh, as someone who moved away from all his friends and family. Uh, I think there is a, a aspect of like where you need need to be by yourself in order to like separate no, yourself from opinion opinions and figure out who you are. But there is definitely like a need to have. I mean, I like even like sometimes I'll just spend too much time alone, whether it's just like a writing or just like, and I just need that interaction with people. And it's just totally, and I can tell once I get around other people that like, holy shit, like this is like, I need to stretch yourself socially. Yeah, exactly. I've been cooped up for a minute. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, um, yeah, and, and and it does. It has a, a, a huge effect. And I can I can imagine a lot of people are lonely. A lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are, are not seeing. Uh, everyone's so way more ego uh, narcissistic, and, and and every everything's about them. As as far as like you look at the social media culture, oh, yeah. and you know that I, I can I can I can feel. It. I think a lot of people are just like feeling pretty much alone by themselves and, and and lost in this world. And a lot of people are, are, are looking for purpose and so forth that I think that I wish more of our celebrities and our politicians would speak towards that, like, look, like, I, I, I why, would... Why would that? It's the easiest way to get votes. Yeah. Like disconnect you from everything that makes it feel real and then pump you full of propaganda. Yeah, man. And, do, and like... I, that's the cheat code to politics right there. Do if I was, like... I don't, I was I always think about this and this is a little bit off subject, but uh, if I was Trump, I was going off subject. No way. I know seriously. <laughs> if I was Trump, my main campaign would have been like, look, this is what I'm going to do. Like no one, like yeah, you, no one's coming to help. Like the, the the price of living's going up, the wages are stagnant. This is what I'm going to do. If you're if, big businesses, like you're going to get tax cuts. Like, obviously, like, the, I'm a right-wing guy. You guys are going to get tax cuts. But the only people who give tax cuts are the only companies that get these tax cuts if if you reduce the working hours for Americans. So, like, whether you do a four-day week or you do shorter hours, because if you guys aren't raising the wages and you want you want inc- tax increases, you want benefits, you got to do something for your people. And I'm just going to trust American people to use this time to be more creative, to uh, it, it maybe you just want to work a second job doing an Uber or, you know, you gotta, bartender, but like whatever, like because I want you to have more freedom or maybe you just want to spend it with your family and, and raise these kids so we don't have more kids going out into society, you know, robbing banks or whatever. Or we're just supporting the kids in order to do, you know, the next generation to like be the next innovators and so forth. But so, that's... 
So we, we've touched on this previously. I, for anyone who's been listening for a while, I'll go back to like episode two. Uh, but I, I know we kind of agree on like this future of joblessness. You know what I mean? Like the, the non-necessity of jobs. Yeah. Uh, and so I wonder like if that's the start of it, right? Like we just find ways that like you can be employed, quote unquote, full time, but like, you know, you're still going to be, yeah, you know, you're making full time money, but you're working three or four days a week and that becomes the new norm or you're working 30 hours a week or whatever that is. I've seen some companies have gone to 35. I know that's a thing in some I, places. It is that, that. I think people still get done whatever they need to get done. Yeah, I feel like it, you know, that's also a part of creating like a more efficient culture. Like we do things a lot faster and more efficiently than we used to, obviously. And as that grows, like we've talked about like the need for actual employment, you know, falls you know, pretty precipitously. Uh, I don't think we're gonna be around to see it, but I do think you're probably right. We're gonna see that drop at some point here in the near future. You know, looking ahead not quite sure what's going to happen, but there's a, a pretty good chance I think there's going to be some, some drastic shift in kind of how we view employment. But uh, that's our black hippie, you know, conspiracy theory hole for the week, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to get to, I guess, briefly from this past week, week plus or so that we've been off. Did you catch the White House Correspondents Dinner with Michelle? I Wolf? did. I did. Uh, obviously, I just... our, our resident comedian, I assume you saw that. I did. Uh my feelings are very clear. I don't know where you stand on. That was the best White House correspondence dinner oh, I've ever seen. I, I, I thought it was excellent. And I, I like I said before, I, I listen to both left and right wing media outlets. And uh, they were, re, like, for them, for them to act like, oh, this was offensive. And, oh like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, look. They uh, called uh, Obama a nigga. Yeah, like during a White House correspondence dinner. Well, like, it was a, it was a black. Oh yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm saying like. Well, he it, said uh, but, but, my nigga, right? Right, but yeah. what I'm saying is like if your if your issue is like the provocative language and how offensive it was, like yeah. anytime you say nigga to a room full of rich white people, that's pretty. You're pushing the limits. Which he got a who that, I forget the name of the dude who did it. He definitely got rash shit. He, for that, yeah, he got which I was like as as yeah, a comedian, I, I was like, like I liked it. Yeah, it's like True why we pretend. Why, why are we pretending like that isn't a thing? Like, why are we pretending like that's not funny? Yeah, yeah. And why I, are we pretending like this isn't funny? Everybody in the room was laughing. Well, it, well, I the the Huckabee Sanders stuff is where it, where the real, she was criticizing her. her that's her such look. bullshit, dude. Yeah. She's criticizing the fact that she's a lying bitch who has made a career out of telling non-truths to the American people and then burned the truth and yeah. created her eye makeup. Exactly. How is that a joke about her looks? No, exactly. I think because she is unattractive, some people just automatically assume that that was what her No, I think it's about. the people in the right wing don't know what a smoky eye is and don't realize yeah. it's a compliment. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and on top of that, uh, do her. I think her set was like... was. Was amazing. She, I mean, not everything hit, but in that room, that's a tough room. That is a tough. I think room. everything hit at home. Yeah. The, I, like when I watched it, like I was. I mean, dying. Just, laughing. Yeah, I mean, I was dying laughing, but there's a few jokes that didn't go over as well. Yeah. And she, yeah. she, as she should, she like and slid. Them. She slid. She moved forward. She slid through. Them. I thought it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a dope set in a tough room and a tough crowd, and she. She killed it. She killed it. She killed it. She's also got a show coming up, apparently. So this is the rollout oh, of the dude, century. Of course, dude. She's 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 on point now. And that's what you're supposed to be as a comedian. Like you you guys have to invite comedians who are 
our job is to be dangerous, is to go in people's throat, and is not to give a shit. You need people in it. I, See, I as a comedy fan and not yeah. yet a comic, mm-hmm. I I I get kind of perturbed, but I hear comics use that defense a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I forget who it was, but I heard some comic breaking this down. It's like, the job of a comic is not to be provocative or dangerous or any other thing. The job is to make people laugh, is to be funny. You know mm. what I mean? So if you, good comics can do that while being provocative and dangerous. Yeah. And to be funny, sometimes you need to be provocative and dangerous. But if you don't know how to do that and be funny, then you're just an asshole. I think, yes, yes, I agree. Like you can that. tell a thousand I, rape jokes that aren't good. Yes. <laughs> and that, just because you call yourself a comedian doesn't make you less of an asshole. Well, I, I do think that culturally it, that, yes, your job is to be funny, A. But there's also a cultural representation that has been, like, you're, you're playing the jester role. And jester has been a, a, a role, you know, through centuries of history. And the jester role was the only person... Who could be honest with the king? That's, I mean, that's essentially the first stand-up comedian, and like through that humor. So, like as this as this jester role has evolved to stand-up com- comedy, it is part of comedy in order to tell the truth, to be provocative, to challenge ideals, whether it's satire or whether it is just the truth hidden in the joke. That that is what. That is the position. Whether you decide as a comedian to fully embody that, that is the position of comedy and culture, and it's it's a necessary position in culture. And I, I feel like if you're if you take this you take that role serious, it's your job in order to incorporate it. Everyone, everything else is you're a hack, and and all the people who make a difference in the culture embrace that your job is to challenge thing is is to say thing whether it's satire but to challenge ideal and push How culture do you feel forward about Seinfeld? I, I I appreciate what Seinfeld does he is not my and, and I've seen his stand up he is not my cup of tea because he is too he doesn't he doesn't take risks he does he makes people laugh and he can make the whole family laugh I I I, I even like uh uh Gallic what's the um What's the other real uh, clean comedian? Uh, Jeff, um, oh shit, I, I forget his name. But he does all clean material. But he still and it's family friendly. But he still drops in like stuff that could, like challenges norms. And that's how, feel, that's how I feel about Kevin Hart. Honestly, I feel like Kevin Hart's like a really safe comedian for the most part. Mm-hmm. But like he still does his job of like like you said, like pushing it a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I don't, and that, and that's my biggest gripe with Kevin Hart. If I have anything, yeah, that, no, like, I agree, dude, with that. like. Take take some shit that like makes people think. I mean, I think that's why people will always put but Chappelle I, I, over him. Over. I, I guess that's what I'm saying is like I I think I I'll never be able to dismiss a guy's like Kevin Hart and Jerry Seinfeld not to put them on the same plane mm-hmm. uh, as like bad comics or anything. You I, know mean, what I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. But, and I I think they're I think they're equally as important to the culture. But I think mm-hmm. when you ask comics to write comics, you're always gonna put. Carlin, Chappelle, Pryor, these guys mm-hmm. over, you know, the Kevin Hart's and Jerry Seinfeld of the world. Yeah. Because absolutely. there was something to what they were doing that was like, I'm not supposed to laugh at this and you're making me laugh Egg, at it. Exactly. Whereas like, hey, do you know the thing about the two guys and the girl and how he, yeah. oh, it's yeah, like, oh, exactly. okay. It's like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I, but like, I get it. It's funny. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a difference between soul food, fast food, and, and, and uh, 
you know, Whole Foods. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they exactly. all get their different, you know, so you, you, this necessary, this necessities and placement for all of them, but... You know, I'm a I'm I'm either be Whole Foods or Soul Food, dog. <laughs> uh, to your point about the gesture thing, just to put a bow on the Michelle Wolf bit, like I I think that's what's startling about it more than anything. Yeah, it's like the gesture is supposed to be the one who speaks truth to power. Mm-hmm. She's in the room full of all the power. She's invited here to be the gesture, mm-hmm. and she kills it. Yeah, and no, everybody got butt hurt because they all got roasted. Yeah, and she just I don't know I. As someone who loves roast comedy, like mm-hmm. I, there's no, I'm always that guy in, in the crowd. Like you know, if you ask a crowd something, I always got an answer for you. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm always in on the bit, uh, and so like I love getting roasted by good comics. You know what I mean? And she fucking killed. Yeah. I don't know how people don't enjoy that. No, and I think that's what her that's her job. Like if I what? if I did a corresponding dinner and everyone was happy, um, I, then I'm nobody would have. Nope. I'm upset because that, I didn't yeah. do my. I want. I want. I want to be like. I want the comedians to embrace me, and I want them to be like, "Holy shit!" Like I can't believe he said that, that shit. I'm coming. I don't do. I'm. I am being as offensive as humanly possible without like getting arrested or banned from Pretty everything. Much. You know that, that's the that's, goal. Yeah, right? and, it, and, and she did it perfectly. She attacked everyone, even the media. I mean, well. Obviously, she yeah, just. But, but I guess, like to your point, like it, the trick of being offensive while making you laugh at yourself is like that's the art. Yeah, that I mean, is it's not the, that she that just went in and was offensive. Like everyone in the room laughed at everybody else when they were getting roasted. Yeah. Just by the end of the night, everybody realized that they got laughed at too, and yeah. they got upset about it. Yeah. Because it's a bunch of overgrown children who don't know how to handle themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, cheers to her. Michelle Wolf killed it. Yeah. Shout out to Michelle Wolf. If uh, she's coming to Boston anytime soon, she's she was just in year. Boston. Was she? Fuck yeah. Me. Um, Sad I missed that. I was supposed to go to it, but oh, yeah. some fan you are. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> really as familiar with her until like. Oh, she's she's one of my favorite. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen her 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 uh, HBO, I think, or a Netflix special. Did she drop? But yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Netflix. Yeah. I might be. Off, I might be off on that. But, uh, did we talk about J. Cole already in his album? No, we KOD? didn't. We didn't. Do you want to touch do, on that Do briefly? we want to debate this? I think it was one of the debate. Yeah, we can debate this. Well, you tell me where you lie on it, and I can tell you if I can debate it or not. Uh, I think uh, J. Cole's album was meh. Okay, uh, I can definitely debate this. It was, it, was, it was solid, but as the position he's taken as, like, you know, the hip-hop, hip-hop dude of the, of the new age, it's like, dude, come on, man. Like, this is, no one, like, I gave it a listen. Maybe I'll listen to, like, a couple, maybe one more time. But, like, it's it's it's, 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 it's done. It's what? average. Really? It's average. All right, so the complaints I've always heard about Cole are mm-hmm. he raps one way, mm-hmm. his content all is about the same things, mm-hmm. uh... And he doesn't have enough features or like other producers. I don't care about that. It was the songs. If if the songs are hot, then like you didn't I'm think any it. of those songs were hot. You didn't think Kod banged. It was it was okay. You didn't think it Motivate was, banged. It was okay. You didn't think Brackets was dope. It was good. Nineteen eighty five when he went after little which little one's pump. not dead pump right yeah pump, it was pump. it was Sorry, it was it was okay that. it was all it was all average he. Is all it was all above average. Just for but. reference for this debate, who do you have above J Cole? Um, I because you said like he's your rappers, rappers guy of this generation. Have, Who's above him for you? Uh, Kendrick, Drake, uh, Childish, um, um, and Childish as a rapper or just as an overall package. 
I uh, both. If, really? If, okay. if I was if if Childish was to give us a, a full rap album, you think it'd be better than I J think Cole's? Easily, easily be better than J. If this is what J Cole, I haven't been impressed with J Cole's. Uh, um, I wasn't with a J Cole album since uh, the one where he put it out, uh, where he did the he did oh, all the yeah. press in his whole in his old house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was not Forest Hills Drive the shit right before. Yeah, that. Uh, was that I think Drive? it was Forest Hills okay. Drive. Yeah, I think that was the last. Was that the last one or the? You know, that was la- that was the last one. So the, the previous one, one the one before that, and then and that's it. Everything else is. I, I've always just everybody seems I, to be okay. So here's disappointed. My, people people stay being lukewarm on J Cole. This is what I don't understand. Are the beats not fire? Like, do people really listen to those beats and go like, uh, like I get that there's a lot of them. He's got a sound. I think he varied his sound up, but still kept it J Cole. Mm-hmm. Like part, I think part of the thing people forget, people are like J Cole's got one sound. Like if you're from a place that's not in the map and you're trying to put your place on the map, you need to have a sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like ain't nobody else coming out of North Carolina, dog. Like J Cole's trying to put his whole fucking state on. Like if you're from Atlanta, you can experiment a bit. You from LA? You from New York? You can experiment a little bit. If you from someplace like. Chicago's got a sound, nigga. Like, you yeah. got to sound like Chicago if you want to come out of Chicago. And Chicago's yeah. got rappers on rappers on rappers. Yeah. Oh, Chance. Chance Philly. Yeah, Chance's album was way better than J. Cole's album. Oof. Different. Whole, whole different d- level. Whole, 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 di- different, whole different now, music. Now, yes, you had to add yay. And what, put it, are they really? I mean, there's still like a, 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 a sample base. Uh, almost. Because although Chance is from... Uh, Chicago, it did have a little soul like vibe to it, churchy yeah, vibe real to it. Yeah, it was on a whole nother level. A production of of just good song of a balance between like songs that will pop from the barbecue to the club. Chance was chance out uh, a chance album and a J Cole album drops on the same day. Chance is murking J Cole. So based I, on I, these I, last two I, albums, I have a I have a, a whole theory that like and I, I subscribe to this and I understand this. Like my bias is this: like if it doesn't pass the car test, I don't rock with it because that's yeah. why I listen to eighty five percent music. There's ninety nine percent of situations I'm driving, mm-hmm. I do never want to listen to Chance the Rapper. Are you kidding me? His last album, nothing on that Holy is driving music to me. Anymore. Are you kidding me? No, dude, that no. is that that is summertime windows down, dude. Uh, the maybe, same maybe drugs. If I'm, dude, oh. Maybe if I'm down the Cape or something, oh, but like, no, nah, nah, I live in the city now. Like when I'm driving, like, nah, I need bangers, bro. Nah, dude, that chance, dude. I, I'm still banging that chance, and that's there's my, a couple like there's a couple trans tracks I like. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Chance the Rapper, but like, oh. it's just not car music. And like, if if I can't listen to it in the car, then it gets very few spins in my rotation. Mm. That was my issue with Childish's last project. That, like, that just wasn't that. That's not a car record. I, I you know can I mean? agree. I can agree with that. I can. Agree yeah, with you know what I mean. It's like it, that. that was a beautiful project. I've listened to it like seven times in my life. Yeah. You know I, 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 well, the thing is, it's inconsistent because there's like some like there's some car records on there. Like uh, Terrified is a dope car. Like that's anytime, like anytime play in that. Yeah, I didn't appreciate it as much until the Grammy performance. And then, uh, and also the lead single, the, um, so no, I'm, I'm happy you can't remember because you're making my point for me, which mm-hmm. is this, this is why I love this album. There's like yeah. three or four tracks off this album. I can bang in the car, two or three that I bang in the mm-hmm. gym, couple that I bang when I'm in my fields, I'm in my bag a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking smoking a cigarette in the fucking back deck, you know, pondering my life and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of variance here for somebody who supposedly sounds the same all the time. 
he takes on a few different characters, a few different voices. Yeah. He like he gets super introspective on, yeah. on brackets when he's talking about the money and how it all breaks down, how he wants to see like yeah. where his money's going and governmental change. Like yeah. there's a lot of shit going on in that record. And I don't know how people can like listen to all that and they're like, eh. I, I it's just, cool, I guess. I just, I just it, it didn't do it for me. I mean, he didn't like everything that he he did in the album. You can get it better from someone else. Like the money Oof. shit, the taxes shit he was talking about. Yeah. You know, Jay four 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 did it better. Um, like uh, differently. The, I don't know about better. Oh, definitely better. No, see, I think they're just reaching different people. I don't. I just, I, I was just like J Cole. J Cole's trying to impressed. reach people making a hundred thousand. Jay Z's trying to reach people who are, like trying to make a hundred. I, I I mean. I just wasn't that impressed. I mean, lyrically, production-wise, uh, the status he is in in, in music and hip hop and and what we got from him, I just thought. It was All like, right, he, so th- this is the same shit he came. Out. This is a first. This felt like a a, a debut album. Um, Ouch. Was, yeah, and, well, and that, I wasn't impressed. What I would leave you with is this thing: is it seems to me everybody's argument against J Cole at every point in his career has boiled down to. They just think he's overrated a little bit. Like mm-hmm. if J Cole, if J Cole conventionally was put into that next tier of rappers, mm-hmm. like if J, if if J Cole was considered a peer of Big Sean instead of Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. everybody would think J Cole is nice. Yeah, would you agree with that? I I, I do think he's I, honestly. I feel that way kind of about Big Sean to be honest. Like Big Sean's better than that bracket, and he shines in that bracket. I I, I don't think okay. I have for I I think J Cole is dope. I don't think J. Cole uh, lives up to his potential. And and so hmm. that's my... And, and, and Do you think he wants to? I feel like that's kind of his brand now. <laughs> no, I think he does. I just don't think he... Ha- I think he does a lot of things dolo with his team. Yeah. And that... And although that you get a, a, a soulful... Uh, you get authentic... But like it's a different level of production from him and Chance, a guy with Chance who works with Ye and yeah, brings in a fair. bunch of different people. It sounds like a whole different level of artist. It just it's, it sounds like a mixtape. Can know, I like, flip your own view on you a bit? Yeah, please. I think the benefit of doing it J Cole's way mm-hmm. is it's gonna take a while, right? Mm-hmm. And. Of, like it's it's there's a lot of and I know J. Cole stands out there always saying like people just don't get it yet man people gonna come and it's like I don't think that people don't get it yet I don't think people have heard like enough variance in sound over his generation to mm-hmm. understand how truly good it is mm-hmm. like it, one of the things I like b- best about J. Cole's music is it really does hold up like I listen to old J. Cole all the time uh, and like uh, every one of his records he puts out there's at least a couple tracks on I can go back to mm-hmm. anytime and it doesn't really fade uh, and I think J. Cole's trying to do it this independent, like I'm doing it my way with my team, and that just takes a while, mm-hmm. but we've seen that pay off. And eventually, he'll, I think he'll make the right mergers where they're necessary. Mm-hmm. Like, Gambino did this, right? We just talked about it was like a long window where like he should have been mm-hmm. on, and then eventually now the culture's catching up. I think eventually, mm-hmm. I don't think I, it's I, now, but I think eventually J. Cole will be recognized better than he is. I, I disagree. I think that you know we were wrong. Okay, so Forest Hill Drive was a dope album that I love from his. Uh, uh, Twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, was exactly. Second. That was the one that was the. And then after that, it was For Your Eyes Only. And then now this new For, one. Your, gotcha. For Your Eyes Only was was one listen, and then I didn't listen yeah, to it again. Um, and this Definitely. one, I think, is going to be good. the same. I think I think Forest Hill Drive that will be one of those albums that get will off like, my dick is one of. The- 
yeah. slappest records of all the time. I think people, I think that's J. Cole at his finest. And if it, that's him executing a whole project the way he should at his potential. And I think these this last couple is just like, it, I, it, I don't think anyone, I don't, I'm just not going to listen to him next, next month. It's, Jesus. It's, and I don't think anyone is. They're going to just be waiting for a Kendrick to drop. All right, we'll save that take then because we'll get to that in our five random things at the end. Last thing I wanted to touch on is this Brick McHenry thing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen I'm, this? No, I'm not familiar. Let me break this down for our listeners real quick. Have you have you seen the shit going on with the Redskins cheerleaders? Where they were forced to pose nude? So they, they had they, to sign a contract that they would pose nude mm-hmm. or some shit like that? They, they got flown to Costa Rica for like a calendar shoot. Yeah. The team flew a bunch of like execs and sponsors and shit and then gave them access to like watch the photo shoot, which was partially topless, watch these girls change all of these things. Mm-hmm. As if that's not bad enough already. Mm-hmm. After said photo shoot, they then like asked specific members of the cheerleading squad mm. that was flown to Costa Rica for a calendar shoot to escort, like, essentially executives from sponsors to mm. a nightclub that they had bought out. There was nobody else in the yeah. nightclub but, like, team execs and sponsored right. execs yeah. and then cheerleaders. Yeah. On top of that, they weren't paid for the trip. Oh, wow. On top of that, they had their passports confiscated when they got to Costa Rica wow. by, the, by the team, not by, like, the government. Yeah. On top of that, while they were out, Costa Rican police stopped them on suspicion of them having hired prostitutes. Wow. That's how clearly this pimping situation yeah. is going. So everybody's clear. Britt McHenry essentially tweeted out... Is, well, and what's her? And what's her? So Britt McHenry was a reporter for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, she recently let, got let go by ESPN, and we're mm-hmm. going to get to that in a second. So this is earlier in the week. She tweets out... Uh, essentially what boiled down to what what do you expect uh, if you get paid to shake your ass in like a half naked outfit for male entertainment every Sunday then you should expect to be treated like this was essentially mm-hmm. what that boiled down to that was pretty trash Twitter came for her and that was pretty bad look yeah. the very next day mm-hmm. like I said she's been fired from ESPN she's on Twitter and tweets out that she was fired from ESPN mm-hmm. for being white and making too much money in fact, they're the first to go. Wow. What a plight it must be She's to be young, right blonde, pretty, and f- on TV. Mm-hmm. There's a great video of her cussing out like a tow yard employee that like, led to oh, her. Oh, so no, I saw you remember that. that? Yeah. yeah. So that's that same chick. Uh, so she's doing great now. She's mm-hmm. working for like a Fox News media outlet in Florida somewhere. Good, good for her. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's just our fucking moron of the week. We got to name that segment at some point, but that was just disheartening that people are that dumb. Yeah, I mean... For the record... This is a lot of dumb people. I mean, the whole race organization, that's that's atrocious. I, like, yeah. I, when I heard that they were... Like, some my buddy sent me the article about them, like, signing that they would post news. I was like, there's no way this is happening. And then it was like, no, this already happened, Chris. Yeah, this was 2015? I was like, dude, that's unbelievable. Like, in the, it, like it was 2015? 2015 or 14? Okay, so that's what... Like, I was like, for some uh, organization to do that in, in the middle of this Me Too moment sounds ridiculous. Um, that whole organization is trash for that. Absolutely they trash. Should, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. If you if you don't understand how trash that is to put these young girls in that position, it's that they're uncomfortable with and and, and pretty much pimp them out. I wonder if have there been any uh, evidence of them actually sleeping with. So far, people? no reports of anyone exchanging cash for sexual favors, but yeah. that's very much TBD. I don't know how you can even defend that. Yeah, no. Well, I don't know how you defend that as a attractive twenty something year old woman. 
Yeah. Like that the tone deafness of that. Yeah. And like mean, not for speaking nothing. Of, like, uh, speaking of Michelle Wolf saying what's the equivalent to uh Aqua Tom <laughs> for women. Yeah, right. that's a that that would fit. I, I believe Britt McHenry is what they call a cousin Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah, that would be a, a, a great label for it. Um, yeah, that's that's trash. So uh, fuck Britt McHenry is pretty much the uh, the end result of that. I uh, hope you have a great successful and career. And the Redskins, whoever and the Redskins. that should be fired, and, and the organization should be sued. They should, they should move and rename the team is what the Redskins yeah, should do. I'm they should sell that, the, sell the team, move the team. I'm saying that with Cleveland Indians hat on, but, you know. But uh, you rock the C and not the Wahoo, I and I appreciate I, that. I, I rock both, actually. But I thought you were tired of the Wahoo. I haven't seen it out in a while. Uh, I, yeah, I do. I'm sorry. I uh, feel like that you got to put that one in the rafters. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, Maybe just work with the throwback. I'm a walking contradiction. As as if you, as, as in everyone is. In yeah, I mean, world. we're all wearing Nikes, right? Like, who the exactly. fuck am I Sweatshop sneakers. <laughs> Although I bought these bitches for eighteen dollars, so I don't feel that bad. That's about market rate. <laughs> That's a yearly salary for who made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I employ. I am a job creator. I believe is how the right wing likes to pose that. Uh, so we're gonna get out of here. Our five random things uh, making things are gonna make or break the summer. One of the things we already touched on. I'm curious what you think. Uh, well, I guess I know how you think now. J Cole's tour this summer. Uh, Trash, dope. I think it's gonna be. I mean, he's performing the. If he performs uh, stuff from this album and the previous album is gonna be, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay to see it. I, I. I mean, if you're a fan of his, then. But that doesn't make or break anything for me. I'm, I'm not gonna see it. Fair. I'm a fan. Young of Thug's album. on it, which I'm yeah, not a fan Young of Young Thug either. But eh, I think it would be a fun tour, but I'm not paying whatever yeah, those ticket prices are. Uh, Childish Gambino's tour, however, I will probably yeah. try to find a way to do that because yeah. that looks and fun that goes too. into fall. So that's on that's on that's on how the fall. Challenge Gambino alone should be like the summer. Uh, the summer. I he's feel like he's gonna summer own the summer between uh, the album, the tour, the high, the solo Star Wars, Hans, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, Atlanta's still going through. Atlanta's actually been kind of weak this year. But still. see, people have been telling me this season was great. I haven't caught it. I still got to finish season one. I tapped out episode six because like the timing was first episode was fire. Of episode had, two? It, oh, season no, two? yeah, season two. It had Cat Williams in it. You, <laughs> you remember why Cat Williams is a genius, um, uh, genius comedian actor? Uh, bring back Cat Williams. Uh, uh, yeah, but that's a right like, after he's done committing felonies. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, man. Uh, yeah, but. This season, besides that episode, it's been kind of hit or miss. Um, but I've been, I've still been watching religiously. I support Childish. He's, uh, so J. He's, Cole, he's popping this wavering summer. down. Childish uh, Gambino, uh, mostly th- all the way up. All right, multiple yeah. Multiple thumbs up. Multiple thumbs up. Multiple thumbs up. Yeah. Rihanna's reggae album coming this summer. Uh, it will have. It will be no. It will get. It will be lit. It will have one hit on there that will be lit yeah. for the club all summer. It will have the girls wearing halter tops and Question. sundresses and, and. Does this go to a full thumb if she no, releases? No, not full thumb. Not full thumb. Not, not full thumb. If she releases the Fendi lingerie line, which is also oh yeah, that, that, that's full thumb. Because then a, girls, be girls in the club yeah, with the Fendi on. Compound effect of that yeah. to the new Rihanna reggae. Yeah. yeah. She got it lit. She got it lit. Yeah, we might have to take a vacation this summer. Yeah. Ah, so one thumb up for Rihanna. My you can get both thumbs up if she wants to. I'm in Miami. Holler at me a whole right. week. Right? Yo, Jits, looks good. Uh, Drake album's supposed to come this summer. Drake, that's going to be full thumbs up. Really? I'm, I'm lukewarm. 
Here's the thing. Um, I do think Drake's I, going back to full Drake mode, making like bangers for women, and I think that's what he does best. And that's not the Drake yeah. I want. Um, one, I think that uh, same thing with Rihanna. I, I'm sketchy about Drake albums the same way I am J. Cole. Jake, he always, he that, always, but he will have at least two bangers on there that will have the summer popping. I feel like and he takes over the summer on two yeah. to four records and then yeah. the other 16 on the project of trash. Exactly. But all you need from Drake is those two, those two songs that get girls out there. So I got to right. give him, I got to give him two thumbs. So, so from, no, I'm going to give him two clicks of a thumb. We're going to go two clicks is all I'm going right. to. I'm giving him, 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 no, him, him, him three full. singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, cool. That's for you, Drake. Uh, Kanye's albums on is... Hey, that's gonna well, it's gonna be yo. It's gonna, that's gonna be a thumbs up and a thumbs nah. down. It's gotta be because one, he's gonna <laughs> it's have, a walking contradiction. Is 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 yeah, he's gonna have bangers. He is still Kanye. He's gonna have bangers. He's gonna have the club lit. He's gonna have some fire. The bad Kanye puts on music I don't even want to like, and it's good. Exactly, but the bad thing is he's gonna be all over the place. He's gonna be saying stupid shit, and but he's gonna have some and he's gonna have some fire Yeezys probably coming out. He's got. Crazy right. man, but you gotta respect him. Thumb, one thumb up, one thumb down. Does this change at all if he announces a presidential run this summer? Oh, he's gonna be. I, that's not gonna last two seconds. He can announce whatever he wants. I, he's, you know, the album's gonna be fire. He's gonna get things popping. He's, he, he's gonna be one of the things that makes the summer. But last one, listen to. Uh, Return of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj drops on um, June twenty third. Mm. I think. She's already got some singles out. Yeah, Nicki nah. V. Cardi is back. Nicki in the summertime. Yeah, I think that's that's. I'm at to give it to the same. I'm looking. I'm not even kind of. She'll have one popping single that'll get the girls dancing. But then you gotta hear Nicki Minaj talk. <laughs> and, 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 and be yeah, I'm I'm I'm, down I'm, I, I'm slowly as much as I talk some stuff about aspects of. Uh, Cardi B's career, like Cardi B's popping, like I like, I like, I like seeing her. I like her energy, and um, I love her energy. It, it, and it feels fun. It doesn't feel so divaish as, as which I'm respected diva. Can, can I tell you exactly where I knew I was done with Nicki Minaj? Mm-hmm. It happened this morning. I was at the gym. I looked up, and there's an Iggy Azalea video playing. Mm-hmm. And from a distance, I didn't have my glasses on. Mm. I looked up and I said, is that Nicki Minaj? Oh, wow. And I realized Nicki Minaj has entered that realm of, I wear so much makeup and my body is so plastic that we all look the same. Like yeah. the Kardashian, the Iggy Azalea, mm. the Nicki Minaj. And I was like, you look the same. You don't sound that different. Like, you still got bars and I'll still listen and see what's yeah. coming. But like, I'm I'm pretty off it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give her one. Not that I was ever really on board. I'll give her I'm one hit on. to have the club pop in. Uh, hopefully For she like has a few some weeks. features with Drake. She gonna and, get like a and, Memorial and, Day and weekend on the Fourth of July or something. Uh, I think uh, a couple at a couple honorable mentions uh, is GSP versus Nate Diaz fight and uh, this this summer and hopefully we get a Conor a Conor McGregor fight by the end of the summer. Supposedly maybe Conor and Floyd might be this summer. That would that I would, would make the summer. I think I I think, I'd be two I want, thumbs I, up on that. I, I think I want Khabib. I want Conor versus Khabib. So. Yeah, you're yeah. More, listen, I'm I'm a trash fight fan. I'm, I'm I want the big picture thing that I can have a bunch of people over for and get drunk to. Yeah, yeah. Connor be able to be good, but like I'd rather see him. And we fight. may see Shannon the Cannon Bridge fight uh, this summer too. I'm not sure when they're talking about that. You may see Chris Thomas drop a stand up special this summer. See, I do. I'm joking. Yeah, I wish. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a film. It's gonna be lit. <laughs> uh, uh, any other things for the summer you want to touch on before we get out of here? Oh, man, I think that's it, man. Have fun, man. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. So, all right. So that's episode 33. Uh, catch us anywhere you want to find us. It's at Late to Work on pretty much everything at underscore Late to Work. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's all going to be here below because he's really good at post production. <laughs> I'm just good at talking about things. Uh, you can find I'm me. below average at post production. That's probably <laughs> true, but I'm also a hype beast. So I'm hype <laughs> my team. Uh, yeah, that's about everything I got. Oh, write us, subscribers, comment. Uh, emails. Emails. Check out the YouTube. Check out the videos. If you're more of a Facebook person, you can just hit the watch video button on our Facebook page. I'll gra- grab your video right there so you don't have to go anywhere. I try to make things easy for you people. Come out. Be supportive. Uh, like to work. Merch coming soon and Instagram coming soon. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. And until then, don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dick. Really go, then the axes put some change. Then the axes if we know who had the cocaine. Cocaine. I'm losing my mind trying to figure out how did I inherit so much pain. I drink a lot of alcohol, problems with the law. But I have done better or the same. Daddy never tried. Okay.